What's up, guys and girls? Welcome to episode number 13 of the Better With Brock podcast. I have a good friend of mine, a client of mine, uh, Nicholas, on. And as opposed to kind of starting how we normally would, um, we were just talking before we jumped on and he was talking about some really cool stuff. Um, so I'd love him to just kind of start with this story. First of all, you can introduce yourself if you want to. Um, but I'd love to go from like where you were, what your teacher said about, um, about the knees and then kind of just like, I had to yeah. stop him because I was like, man, we need to record this. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, you're spitting too much good stuff. We need to actually hit the record button yeah. or else we'll do a whole podcast before we start. So yeah, just, uh, just introduce yourself and then yeah, take off with that story. Sure. Yeah. Uh, hey, my name is Nick. Um, yeah, been a client for with Brock for over a year, right? I think it's been over a year. Yeah, it has. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, what was I saying? Um, I was talking about how I, uh, I was I been trained in dance, and uh, there was a dance teacher I had in so college. You, and you used to dance at Disneyland. Yeah, I used to dance at Disneyland. Um, and that's, I think, kind of was something that was always a frustrating thing, just kind of performing there. Just sometimes I felt like the level of what the, of performing that we were doing, I felt like wasn't matched with our pay and whatnot. And I was, you know, we're putting our bodies through all this crazy stuff. And, you know, it's, uh, I think that's another reason why I'm like, I try not to take for granted what my body can do for for me and i think again what i was saying is like i think we so often take for granted what our bodies do just just like breathing wise you know it's like we we go to sleep and we're able to just sleep and not choke to death because our body's keeping us alive in, in a weird scientific way um yeah but i was uh do you want to talk about like the knee thing that I was saying or yeah, just, you yeah, know, yeah. I, mean, I, I like that story. Dance teach. Yeah. So I, and then, and also just to jump in, like I, I was saying before, I used to hang out with a lot of dancers uh, when I was into singing and yeah, like dancing looks easy. And then oh like, I've, I've done a few beginners classes, man. It's <laughs> worst, man. I was like, I look like, especially when you go to the gym and you look and you're a bit stiff, <laughs> like you stand out so bad. Like everyone, yeah. looks like, a, like you know, like a, like a wave. They're like so water. fluid. Yeah. Like me in the back, like this gym guy, like yeah, yeah. walking around, like it's a, it's a bad look, but like, you, yeah, you guys train so hard. Like you learn choreography for hours and hours and hours. And I was saying like before, like, it's almost like singing. Like if you don't crack it, if you don't make it, if you don't become a star, you're often not compensated very well. And it's a struggle financially. Like that's like, absolutely. Like, to be honest, one of the main reasons I jumped out of singing was like, I committed a lot of my youth into that, like from, man, from like 14 to like 20, 21, I was like fully into music and like New Zealand's hard and it's, it's, it's small and you know, you, you try your best, you try song, right? You try and meet with as many people as you can, but like, if you don't make it, make it like you're singing at pubs for like little money, right. or, you know, you're staying up late, you're like doing all the stuff, like knocking on doors, trying to get a, you know, trying to get a, a meeting with someone or trying to write with the producer and stuff like that. And if it doesn't go big or if they don't believe in you, it's like a waste of time. Like it's a yeah. real battle. And like for dancers, it's like, you know, and there's a ticking time bomb. Like, you know, you can't dance forever. Especially for dancers. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's yeah definitely you can't dance forever. No. Um, yeah, I know that's, and that's, that's the thing. I think you have to, you have to love, love it so much that you're just willing to go through anything for it and and know that you may or may never you may or may not ever be successful financially you know you have to be cool with um it. yeah you have to be cool with it. you have to i mean it doesn't mean that you should ne you should just give up on it you know you could still love to do it you know you could still uh you could still you know pursue it but maybe not in a way of making uh, the big bucks or, you know, mm. as your main, main way of income. Yeah. Well, that's that fine line of like, you know, do you like back yourself and go all in, which is right. what I did. And it didn't really pay off music wise. Like, okay. I like, like I did a few cool things, but it's not like I was, you know, bringing home a lot of bread and like, yeah. you know, like you have to make that decision. But then again, it's like, well, would you rather be happy 
earning whatever that isn't as much as you would like, but doing the thing that you love and waking up excited or would you rather do something else, try squeeze it on the side or just forget about it, make more cash, but be dragging yourself through life. And I've seen people on both sides of the spectrum. And to be honest with you, you'd rather be that person that isn't earning as much. That's just like loving life. Like you're so excited. Like they're so exciting to be around. They're excited about projects. They're always like opportunistic. And then there's the people that like, you know, cause then you carry around regret, you know, you have more money, but you, you know, so what, like if you're, if you're just kind of dragging yourself through, but um, right. yeah, before I kind of keep talking uh, tell us that story about kissing your knees. I liked it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we, I had this modern dance teacher uh, and we'd warm up before every class uh, and we'd, you know, kind of go in, we'd tuck our knees in um, and she would have us kiss each one of our knees and just kind of say thank you to them for just keeping us moving and keeping us uh, from collapsing and, and everything. So I, I, if I always try to keep that in mind if I'm, when I'm exercising or, you know, if it just ever pops up, you know, if maybe if I even like feel like a little pain in my knee, um, I'll just kind of go down and be like, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, please don't collapse on me right now. You know, like, I appreciate not, uh, not, um, needing, you know, like knee surgery and, you know, knock on wood, I ever have to, but, uh, yeah. And I, and, and just going off that, it's like what I was saying earlier, just, I think we so often take for granted our, how, how our bodies move and whatnot and, and that our bodies can move. Um, and, you know, I think that I try to keep that in mind whenever, you know, it's hard for me to either get up in the morning or get to the gym or, you know, what not is like, you know, sometimes I think we have the mentality of like, uh, oh, I have to go to the gym right now, or I have to, you know, get these 10,000 steps in or whatever. And it's, it's sometimes it's like, wait, no, it's like, I get to do this because I'm able to do this. And, and some people aren't able to do this. And what would it be like if I was this person that, you know, uh, wasn't able to, you know, move my body the way that I can. And I, I don't know why I'm getting a little emotional about that, but I'm just thinking about it. <laughs> I think just thinking about it is like, uh, you know, it's, I think I'm just grateful for that. You know, I'm grateful for um, being able to do these things that we so often take for granted. 1000%. Um, and I think if yeah. we all like, like gratitude is where it all starts. I think yes. like if we all had that, I think, if we all had that understanding of like, I'm so grateful for what my body can do and what it's doing on a daily basis without me even acknowledging it. I think we would all be in the gym or we would all be doing stuff that right. benefits our body. We, we would be eating better. We would oh my be God. living better. We would be, you know, taking advantage of what our body can do as opposed to like pulling it through the ringer and just kind of right. smashing it. Like, like it's, it's such a rare thing. And then, like it blows my mind sometimes because I'm a personal trainer. I'm so, Oh man, like everyone's into fitness. It's so rare. It's yeah, so it rare. Is. Like, like not to throw anyone under the bus that I saw on holiday at the Maldives, but like when I was away, like, like it, like the gym was like absolutely empty. And I know like if you're in the Maldives, you're not there to. Yeah. To, you don't really, you're not going there to go. Work yeah. Out. Like you're not going there to become Mr. Olympia, but when you're like, like no one really, looked and this is just from the outside obviously you know you can be healthy within but like no one was really looked like they looked after themselves you know like it's such a rare thing but i think if we had that understanding of like what we have and what our body can do like we want to make that happen for as long as possible like so many people just ignore it and it's it's crazy to me like the like and especially with like my parents or like like people that age, like that's when you pay the price. Like you don't pay the price now, like as a young person, like, you know, we're young, we're still able to do whatever, like we're still training. We're still, you know, being active. We're still doing our work. And if it requires us to do physical things, we can do it. But then there's people in like, like my dad's age bracket where like their physicality limits them, like joint pain, lack of muscle, like 
fragility, like if you're fragile and you can't do things like that's when it starts to pay off. And like, yep. I, I mean, like where you pay the price, not pay off. Like that's where you pay the price when you're older. Like the work yeah. that we're doing now, because we have that level of gratitude to be like, we need to look after this because it's not a forever or guaranteed thing. Like right. you have to look after yourself now if you want like a better future. <clears throat> and it's, it's such a hard sell. Like, how can you sell that to someone as a personal trainer? Like, oh, you know, like, think about it in 20 years' time. You'll be right. so healthy. Like, everyone's like, come on, I'll just deal with them when I'm there. But when you're there, it's often too late. It is too late. Um, yeah, I definitely, I mean, and it's, I would definitely absolutely back up, you know, what they say is like health is wealth. And it, and it's, it really is. And it's, and I, and then you made me think about my dad. And I have my dad and my mom. And my mom has been like a runner and she's been like, going to the gym forever and then I have my dad who just like hates broccoli and just they're just they're very different people um and just didn't doesn't really uh I think his most probably the most active he was when I was growing up he was pretty much just you know he loved golfing and that's great that's that's a great form of exercise you know you get your steps in you know yeah um but he he kind of waited until he was a lot older to you know go to the gym and whatnot and um didn't invest in his health as much as he probably should have in the beginning. I mean, I think that's something that's just, yeah, that's just something that we don't realize how valid it is or how, how, uh, how important it is until way later in our lives, you know? And I, I think that that's another thing. I see so many commercials of, of um, people with, you know, of like not, uh, People have like, let's see, like it's like either losing weight or it's like certain diabetes or or whatever. And, and I and I it, I always pay attention on like who it's targeting, and it's always targeting older people. You mm-hmm. know, it's not targeting younger people because I, we're not I also paying think the price like, yet. right, yeah, exactly. We're not paying the price yet, but we're paying the price at this age because we didn't invest in our in our health and fitness earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, yeah, and going, yeah. Well, I think also like back in the day, they didn't even really know what gym no, was. Man, that's true. like <laughs> actually it's funny, like Only so Olympians did. Yeah. But like my dad, like I'm like I think he has a brief understanding of what I do for work, but he still can't really wrap his head around it. <laughs> like like oh, I'm wow. like a, I'm like I'm like an online personal trainer, but like my dad can like he he's he's getting better at his phone, but he's pretty hopeless, like in terms of like yeah. being able to operate it. But like, if you show him and stuff, like he's all good. He can do a Facebook messenger call now. So he's always oh, on the nice. video call, which is awesome. Um, but other than that, he can't really do much. So, so like when I say like, I, I, like I try to explain, like I put programs in people's phones and then they follow yeah. and do that in the gym. He's like, oh, okay. But like, he, like it's still such a foreign concept. You like, can tell it kind of, kind of gets it. Kind of <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a gray era. Like first yeah. of all, like personal trainer, he, he kind of gets, but in that era, no one really went to the gym because it was all like physical labor work. So they would just labor and that was their physicality or they played a sport, but it was never really gym or like health and like diets weren't really a thing. It was just like, you just eat what you had or you, you know, you eat what was available to you. So like, I don't blame them, you know, that they kind of end up in this position where they kind of don't have this knowledge of what nutrition is or what calories are or, what training is or how important it is. Like my dad just signed up to a gym last week, which is like amazing. Like, like I've been like, you know, you want the best for your parents. I've been on his back. Like, you know, like alcohol or eat this, you know, it's going to be better. Not trying to force him into anything, but just trying to make him aware of it. And he finally signed up to a gym and he had a personal training session with this other guy. Um, Because if I tried to sign him up or just like, you know, put him on the app that, you know that we use it was like he would just get overwhelmed well have you Um, ever have you ever sorry just really quick have you ever like tried to or have you ever like helped like uh trained him ever like never just like got into the gym dad's never like hey no dad's never been interested in the gym but as soon as he met like his his granddaughter aria my brother's uh daughter he, his whole life's like changed. He's like, man, oh, I need wow. to look after myself. Like I've, I've got a granddaughter to be around for, which is so beautiful, such a beautiful reason. So now he's like, you know, I want to be healthy and I want to be around for her and stuff. So he's into it now, but he's never been into it. Like he came over for, for, for our wedding recently 
And I was like, oh, Dad, we're going to go to the gym. Do you want to come? But he was like, oh, no, not really. I'll just do it when I get back. So I was like, okay, that's cool. I'm not going to be yeah. like, oh, you know, you have to train. Yeah. Um, but he's finally getting into it. But even my dad, he's like a pretty solid dude. Like, he's, like he doesn't gym, but he's like, you know, like there's just dudes that are kind of like solid. Like you're just like, oh, he's yeah. solid. But even he was saying he was doing bench press with the bar and he was like shaking. He said that, like he, he was trying to do reps and he was like all over the place and he like couldn't control it. I was like, you know, like he's, he's just getting into it, but it's, it's, it's so new to them. Like even Absolutely, trying to yeah. explain to dad, like calories, a calorie deficit, like it's, it's so hard to explain. So, so what I did with my dad is just give him recipes and then he would just eat them. And then he ended up losing weight because he was just cooking more. You know, I wasn't trying yeah. to say, you know, this is 300 calories. And if you do this, and then if you, if you get 10,000 steps, all that kind of stuff, it was just too over his head. And I just kind of made right. it. It's, it's a at. lot. Yeah. And I, I just gave him recipes and it worked. So sometimes it kind of just depends who's in front of you. But for them, like it just wasn't around fitness or gym. Like it's so like, you think now for people like there's almost no excuse. Like we're so aware, like there's so many people talking yeah. about fitness. There's so many gyms everywhere. And, and, and most people are aware, even calorie wise, people are aware of foods that are better or worse. Like, I mean, so they're with, aware. They just, it's also just, they don't, they don't choose always the best option. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know but, I mean? yeah, like, yeah. But, but that's where it comes down to that gratitude well, thing that I was talking about before. Like if they understood like how, how lucky we are to have a body that works wholeheartedly yeah. and does yeah. everything that we want it, like you should try and look after it for as long as possible. Yes, I agree. So with, so, so with our transformation, obviously, you know, as you said, we've been working together for well over a year, like, and you're a busy dude, like you're working, um, and we were talking before, like you have a side gig that you do and you have a very yeah. active social life. Yes. What do you do? Like talking about being aware of calories and obviously you're in team Brock Ashby. So you have this big understanding of like kind of education, but how do you stay consistent when you like live such a busy lifestyle? Because that's one thing that people really struggle with. And, and I struggle with too, when I'm super busy, like I have a pretty scheduled life. Like I like routine. I'm at home so I can make the meals I want, but like you're out and about. How do you, right. how, how do you stay consistent? Like what are some things that you have that keep you on a roll? Um, I would definitely say it's the most easy, the easiest for me to be consistent. is definitely like my work week or like Monday through Friday. It's just, that's when I can find the best routine. And I'm, and I'm so against routine and I've been trying to, you know, just get better with it, you know? So, um, I think what has helped me is just kind of trying to plan accordingly. So just, and, and I, we usually without fail, I'll always have like, you know, yogurt for lunch. And that's something that I have learned from you is just like, just a solid way to get your protein in. And what I love, I just, I don't know, I've eaten a lot and I, um, but I love that there's so many different ways to add different things like i like i love it so much that i like want to make like a store like <laughs> like a yogurt store that you know you just sell greek yogurt and you just have all these different toppings kind of like an ice cream store it's probably not going to be as popular as an ice cream store <laughs> yeah, but, like, people will be like is that is that gelato or <laughs> um, no it's just actually plain greek yogurt uh, yeah like, we just walk know, right back out yeah do you know what ben and jerry's is <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no but there's a lot of protein in this and it's good <laughs> are um, you grateful for your body are you grateful <laughs> if you're grateful you'll stay <laughs> you're not serious um, about your goals yeah <laughs> get the hell out of here <laughs> um yeah so i mean i think that's the main thing is it's like i think just staying just trying to um really just be uh just have this just remember my goals you know where, where i want to go and and where my body i want my body to be and and um you kind of have to i'm learning that i really have to prioritize you know what i want for myself and sometimes that means like i'm sorry i can't go out right now because i need to prioritize my sleep um 
And that's something that I'm also very against. Like, I mean, I'm not against sleeping, but I love, you know, having a social life. I'm a very extroverted person. I like, you know, doing stuff with people and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's something that I'm learning. Like I, at least when I'm in a program like yours for right, uh, that we're doing right now, it's like, you know, I think, okay, well, this is an eight week program. I could do this for eight weeks. It doesn't mean I'm doing this for an entire year. I can't, you know, I'm, I can stick to this. I, you, you need to like, I just need to prioritize what I really want. Um, and know that it is, that it's valuable, you know, it's, so, so with that thing, so like say, so you have your body, what you want to say look like or what you want to feel like or how strong you want to be. So you have that goal and, and you're aware of say things like protein, like you're having your yoga bowl instead of having something else, like you're very aware right. of it. So you have that, like you're aware that you need your protein intake. You're aware of what you want to achieve with your body transformation. But with that going out, like lifestyle, you said you kind of like sometimes have to say no because you want to, yeah. get a good sleep because you train early in the morning. I know that from you right, wake right. up at 4.30 where well, you've been trialing it recently and you've been going to the gym yeah. at like 5 a.m., 5.30 a.m. So what else do you do throughout the day or 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 like on a weekly um, basis, like in your routine to try and like stay on it like when you're out, like snack-wise or like training-wise? Well, snack- like I know that you like, because you're out and about, you're like, and you want to see your friends and then after you're up early yeah. and you're off to so, the I gym mean, at like yeah. 5 a.m. So it's done. Definitely Monday through Friday. I mean, I'm definitely not doing anything outside of that. I mean, maybe like on Thursday nights, I would use, I would go out and whatnot, but um, I've taken a break from that. And, you know, even say I was to go out with friends just for dinner or whatever, I'm, I, it's definitely more, I'm more likely to say yes to like having like a couple of drinks or, you know, okay, I'll have like some dessert or whatnot. So, you know, it's about, you know, maybe what I'll do is I'll eat before I go out with them. So I'm full. So I don't say yes to having that bowl of mac and cheese that will make me go over my calories and whatnot. One other thing that I do is I try to sweets is just like a killer for me. So like (laughs) once I have like one, uh, Oreo, like that, that whole Oreo, like that whole package is going to be gone (laughs) in like matters of like a day or two. Like I, yeah, I, I can't. So, you know, I think that's something that you just, you brought it up a couple of days ago. Like if you know you're one of your weaknesses, sweets, like just don't have them around. And you know, that's what I'm trying to do. Um, but another thing that really helps me is like, I'll get, we have like, there's these new like protein. Uh, I don't know if you guys have uh, pop tarts, but they're yeah, like, we have pop tarts, but I don't know so if we like have these protein, protein ones. Oh my God. So they're like addicting and like, I can't stop eating them, but like that is like a good substitute because they're low in sugar. I think they, it might be even zero sugar. I think they're like keto friendly because they're made with erythritol. Um, but they're like 20 grams of protein, I mean, 20 grams of protein and 170 to 180, uh, calories. Um, and they had come in all different flavors and they're just like the best um so, so finding substitutes you know, for your sweet tooth is a good one right for you. so like yeah so like if i want like snickers i'm not gonna have a snickers i'll have like a, like maybe a protein bar that has like chocolate in it and stuff so i can have my chocolate and i can have my protein you know at the same time yeah i think um, that's a great way to do it like 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 even though in the back of my mind there's like this voice that's like you can eat whatever you want Right. Like you can have the real Snickers if you want, but sometimes you're just like, I want something similar, but I just don't want that because then that's going to mean I'm going to have to sacrifice elsewhere. Like for right, example, right, right. like I know that every night I could have some Ben and Jerry's, but sometimes when I'm like trying to be more mindful or if I just want a bigger volume of ice cream, because uh, you know, I'll stay on the topic of, topic of ice cream because <laughs> I like ice cream. Yeah. With, like sometimes I'll get this Peter's, it's like low sugar, Peter's ice cream and just get vanilla, but there's also like this chocolate ripple one or raspberry ripple or something. There's like two other flavors. I'll get them because I know I can have more of it as opposed to Ben and Jerry's, which is like, if I eat the whole tub, it's like, it's a pretty, I think it's like a thousand calories or something, or maybe even more. I believe that. Yeah. Probably more. Yeah. Probably more. Like you can eat quite like, and I could eat it if I wanted to, 
But then there's sometimes where I'm like, but I want more volume or this time, like if I have this lower sugar, then I can have a bigger dinner type of thing. So yeah. And like, that's the beauty of flexible dieting. And I always say, it's not about squeezing as much junk food into your diet. It's about doing what works for you. If you want to have Ben and Jerry's, you could have Ben and Jerry's, but if you wanted to have like a low fat, low carb, high protein ice cream, that's at the grocery store, you could still have that as well. It's not, limited to healthy food and junk food like right, you, you right. could have in between food as well it's just it, it just halo really, top is amazing halo top yeah i like halo top i like the chocolate chip cookie dough one that's my jam yeah, i'll have to try that one yeah what's your favorite yeah, they're flavor good. on that one um i would say as of right now i think just plain old chocolate actually has um, it got bits I, in it though? Because I love the bits in it. Like if there's no bits no, in it, oh yeah, no nah, bits. I'm not. Yeah, you have to <laughs> really? have the bits. You have to have the bits. Like that's why I like the chocolate chip, chocolate chip cookie dough one because you can have, you know, you bite on the cookie dough. All right, I'll try that next time. But yeah, I love that you could have like a whole pint of that, and yeah. it's 330 or 300, 330 calories and 22 grams of protein or something like that. You know, it's mm. it's. Uh, like as opposed that's, to a quarter tub of Ben and exactly. Jerry's, that's yeah. that has like maybe point five <laughs> yeah, grams of protein. Yeah. <laughs> protein you know. negligent, like does not yeah, exist. It's like negative five. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So so how are you finding the early morning workouts? Because because like I've shared this with you, like my opinion with early morning workouts. I've tried right. it before. I remember when I first moved to Sydney, I used to wake up at around 5.30 or 5 or, or 6, I can't really remember. But I used to just wake up and like have, like I was still into fat burners and stuff back then. Like this was yeah. maybe like six or seven years ago. And I was like, I want to be shredded. So, <laughs> so I like popped this thing. It was called, I can't remember what it was called. Maybe it was hydroxy cut. No, that was a pill. It was something. It was kind of similar to like an oxy shred or like a fat burner, you know, like that yeah. supplement companies would market to you. And I fell for it, obviously. And I'd like have it in the morning and I was like, yeah, caffeine. And I'd go to the gym and then I'd like do like 30 minutes on the Stairmaster and then I'd train and I'd train out of pure determination. But I know that I wasn't as strong as I could be. And yeah. it never really worked for me physiologically. Like I would push through, but I was always battling. Yeah. And I'm not afraid of a battle for a workout. So that's why I was saying like I committed to it for a while. Yeah. The early morning workouts. And like it was still dark when I was training, you know, you just go in and yeah. do it. But now that I train later in the day, which I've found out only through experience, which is what works for me and my schedule as well. Don't forget that. But I feel much better training in the afternoon. Um, and I can't, well, I could train early in the morning, but I know that I'm never really going to lift heavier weights than I did previously because I'm always just a bit lethargic and I need you know, a bit right. of food behind me when I'm training. How are you finding training in the morning? I mean, as of... As of now, I love it. I mean, I my goal is, has always been to be there at 5 a.m. Um, and as of now, I've been doing it for almost two weeks um, at 5 a.m. And that's it's hard because I have, definitely have to go to bed earlier. I just can't just like stay up till 11 and then wake up at 4.30. And like that won't work for me. Um, but what I love, I mean, and I don't normally eat anything before it. I guess I just like... I feel still, I, I have a lot of energy in the morning. I could be. I, I think you're like, an energetic person too, though. Like, you, I, yeah, like you're I a very I, energetic yeah. dude. I, yeah, I would say that. I would, I would say that I, I'm, yeah, I, I find even if I have like five or six hours of energy, once I get into the gym and I get moving, it starts, you know, everything starts working and my engines start going and it's like, I'm good. So I don't, and I would say that, uh, I love it mainly because I feel so accomplished at, you know, six, six thirty in the morning. I've already done this workout and now I have the whole day ahead of me, mm. you know, um, whole day to just fit in all this other stuff. I mean, mostly it's work, but I think I prefer to do it all before work because I have now this feeling of productivity. You know, I'm ready to, I start, I'm ready to start. It's like just a great way to start my day. You know, it's like a, you know, great, good cup of coffee, you know, just a way to yeah, start that's, Yeah, that's one thing that I really enjoyed about training in the morning, probably more so 
from a psychological point of view than like physiologically what my body was telling me. Like I love the idea of training and then not having to do anything later on. Like, cause I was was saying before on the, on on the live coaching call for built by Brock that like sometimes the, the workout hangs over you. You're like, like you're working or you're with friends and all that. And like, not that it's a stressor, but you're like, Oh, I still need to get in my workout. So I'll probably have to leave my friend an hour early because I need to go to the gym or I'll probably have to, I probably can't make that call or do that email because I got to go to work. Like, cause or else if you don't do it, you just miss your workout. So like, that's one thing that's, that's, that's my main thing is I think that's so much more can happen either after work or during work that could, you know, it'll just either drag on and either I'll have to miss my workout. I think I just have a more likely to miss it if I don't get it in right in the morning. And there's also times where I'm just gassed after work. I'm like, Oh God, now I have to go to the gym and I have to like really like lift these weights and like, you know, and, and I've done it before I've had to. And then there's, but there's been also times where I'm like, oh, okay, that was actually a lot better than I thought. But I also just dread the dread getting to the gym and it's just packed of everyone else who's here after work because they wanted to get their workout, you know, in after. And now I'm fighting for all these machines and all these weights and my workout's taking even longer. Mm. You know, when I get there right at 5 a.m., it's right when it opens. There's all this, all these weights, all these things available. So it's kind of like the lesser of, two evils i guess in a way because i um you know now have the freedom to i could just run around that whole gym and get this workout <laughs> super this set workout everything <laughs> yes you know, yeah, I just I, do it all. yeah i think that's the trade-off you know like like and exactly. that's all it is like in life like with every decision that we make really but like when we're training and we're looking at when we train or how often we need to train and stuff like that it's just like what works for you and obviously right. this is working for you now. Like if I had to, if my schedule was like so crazy from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., I couldn't do anything. Like I would get up at five, train till 6.30, get back, get ready to shower and then go from seven, mm-hmm. you know, like it's just like what works. And uh, we were also talking about this in the live coaching call as well, that like if you have kids, that's like a whole different story. Or oh, yeah. if you have a family, like you have babies crying, you know, and you operate often on their schedule when they Absolutely. wake up, when they need to sleep, when they need to eat, when they need to snack. Like, it's just like trade-off. Like I have a brother, I have friends going through their babies growing up, you know, they're like one yeah. or like just turned one or getting close to one. And it's hard for the, like for the parents to train. Like it, yeah, takes, my dis- sister, it takes discipline. Yeah. My sister, actually, she just gave birth in January and, uh, congrats. I get, thank you. Yeah. Uncle Nick. I'm excited. It's, it's crazy. She's the cutest thing ever. Um, but yeah, I, we share each other's activity on our, on our watches and they just, oh, like, I, like I suddenly just started. Yeah. So I just saw that they started working. They just started working out again and everything, but it's, I just think about them. I'm just like, wow, how do you, how do you make it work? You know, because yeah. How's she managing sister, it at the moment? I don't know. I think they take shifts because yeah. you know she's on maternity leave she's you know there because I, I he works out i think closer to when i work out because usually when i'm ending my workout he's eventually ending his workout and then i know that she ends her i think she's not as like she's uh i think she works out whenever she can you know she's, <laughs> yeah i don't think yeah, she's as like, a, like <laughs> with a newborn yeah, i'm just gonna go now like you go to sleep yeah. okay and you stay asleep <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'll be right back <laughs> you know it's like she doesn't she just kind of she's at the mercy of of the baby um but you know yeah i, I commend anyone who can do can do that because i i don't know i think i i don't know how i would be able to fit that in you know get i i don't know i i tell myself when i become a dad if i become a dad you know i I will not, I will make sure that I will, you know, work out not every day, but you know, I'll not yeah, let like myself go. Fight. Yeah. I think that taking shifts is like a strategy that I've seen that's worked. And it's like the only way that would work. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I've uh, actually, I've been thinking about it too. Cause like, I'm like, well, you know, that's going to happen in, in my life. Yeah. Soon. You, you yeah. know, like all my friends are doing it. You know, your friends get married yeah. and then you get married and your friends start having <laughs> yeah. kids and then you have yeah. kids. Like I was thinking, Maybe I'll just make like a little pen 
for him or her to be in while I yeah. just lift and like yeah. set up a gym at home somewhere and just put them in this little area and I'll play with them in the rest periods, do my squats, whatever, yeah. and then go back and like hang out with them. I was like, man, I think that's like what I'm like, I'm, I'm going to have to do something like there. It'll, it'll probably be something just like that. Yeah. You know? That's something you, I've thought you, about a lot. Your life completely changes when you have kids. I mean, I'm not F, definitely talking about from personal experience, but I mean, I can just only imagine just you're from then on. It's like your life is like different, different, way different, you know, um, a whole different way of doing everything. Um, yeah. So, so coming back to it, to your transformation and like, you know, it's, it's, it's actually nice to hear how you stay consistent out and about because it's tricky, you know, and like that yeah, it hasn't thing. always been easy. Yeah. Okay. I would say. Cause I've trained a lot of people, especially face to face. When I was a trainer uh, in market street, in the heart of Sydney CBD, I would train a lot of busy professionals, you know, that are mm-hmm. out just like with a schedule of yours, you know, you're working all day, you know, you're doing what you need to do. But then another thing that they would have to do was like go out and try and smooth their clients and take right. them for dinners and take them for right. alcohol, right. Take them partying and, you know, and do what they need to do to, to, you know, like win over their clients or just create great relationships with people and that right. is something that they always struggled with. And like, I would often, you know, do like, <laughs> like I would like, I'd be like the restaurant you're going to, or like I said, I, I said to my one client who like his, like he was a director of the business and he, his role was just hanging out with clients all day. Cause he was so good with people. He was like a cool dude. He was like yeah. super charismatic. Everyone loved him. And you know, he was like the life of the party. So like, so the directors were like, Hey man, your skills, you just talk and hang out and just like be everyone's like mate, like win the deals, whatever. So you're just like the face. And then the other directors were like the, the, the nerds in the background, like checking right. finance reports and, you know, making sure all the numbers are legit and stuff. But that sounds like a fun job to be. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. He had like, yeah. I was like, are you working? Like, he's like, he's just like walking around in a suit. Like, I'm like, what are you doing after this? He's like going for lunch. And I was like, so what about after that? He's like, oh, I'm going for dinner. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, and then going to a club after that. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. That was his life. He was like a superstar, like when he got there, because you know he had the company credit card. He was going out, um, you know, like yeah, clients and stuff. But he was also like it looked like he was just having fun, but he was also really good because he was also winning clients over and like right. you know, having great relationships and getting referrals and you know all that kind of stuff. But it was just like so natural about it. And like I went out with him a few times because I was his personal trainer. He was like, oh, I want you to meet my mate. And I started training his mates and stuff like that. So he was like really cool like that. And I, and, and I saw him out there hanging out with people. He doesn't look like he's working. Like he's not stressed at all. He's just like, that's just what he did. But what I did for him was like, I said, like, send me all the names of your restaurants. He sent them back. And because, because his goal was weight loss. Right, right. And I was like, have this, have this, have this. So I, I literally created him a list of like, wow. when he went here, he'd eat this. When he ate, like when he went here, he'd eat this. When he, and like that's the like lens I'd had to go to to try and save this guy because I like, also like yeah his clients are drinking, so he would drink too. Well, that's you know? yeah, that's and, the like, thing. It's it's, it's, it's you, hard, but like you like there you has feel to be, pressured. Yeah, you feel pressured because especially when you go, yeah, when you go out with friends and they're all ordering drinks and you just like, oh no, thanks. And then sometimes they give you this look like you're an <laughs> alien, <laughs> like. Um, <laughs> not gonna have anything like and you don't even say anything but then it's like you it could be so easy to just give in and say you know what yeah um i'll have a double margarita or you know i'll have a and then yeah i'll i'll, um, I'll get a dessert as well you know it's it's just it's so easy to do that in that setting mm, but yeah it has to be a trade-off you know like yeah and, and, and that's the thing that i was trying to explain to to my client because he's used to having anything and everything. You know what I mean? Like he's a director, yeah. he was cashed up, he was doing everything he needed. And I was like, you can't have that and that if <laughs> yeah. you want this, you know? And right. like for him, right, he's right, like, right. but but I get everything. Like, like yeah. what do you mean? I was like, but like, you can't. Like you need right. to, you know, I was trying to educate in calorie deficit and all this cups, but you kind of didn't want to worry about it. So that's why I said, well then just eat this, just eat this and eat this. But then the challenge was always like the party lifestyle as well. Like it's, it's just a challenge, you know, like. Absolutely. So, mm. Yeah, like, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I think, I do think about that sometimes when I, I don't, I'm not like criticizing people at the gym, but I, I do look at people when they're, when they're lifting and stuff and 
sometimes I wonder what what are you eating or what are you know because they they do seem to be working out but it also seems like they don't eat the right things if that makes sense and it's I feel like sometimes we also think like we don't understand how calorie deficits work and I and I didn't really understand how they work until I met you and I was like oh so I just need to eat a little bit less maybe a lot less and then <laughs> and in addition add that you know this physical activity and whatnot and you know you'll lose fat um that's something that kind of like was maybe sold to me but I didn't really believe it yeah um, and but it's like it's such a new concept as well like you know like we're saying like people in my in, well, in our parents age bracket like they're not aware of calories you know like they're right. not really aware of diets or what foods are worth and stuff like that so like like i i remember when i was working in gyms i was there like man 14 hours a day i was like training people or or you know trying to find potential clients or studying in the pt room like i was i, I was there a lot and I would see people just come in looking the same, looking the same, looking the same. And, right, and right, you can right. tell by their body language and they're following a program that they want to see change, but they're not seeing it. And like people, like it's like an old school mentality as well. They're like, if you train, like it's all good. Like you can just eat whatever you right. want. That's what but I was going to say. Yeah. But like, it's, it's, it's just not the truth. Like, well, it is if you just want to be strong and you just want to enjoy training and just not really worry about body composition, that's fine. Right. But you can tell that they do want to see a change. Cause like in between sets, they're walking up in the mirror and they're like, they like hold their singlet yeah. back so they can see their yeah. stomach or like, you know, they're like flex their muscles and they're like checking it yeah. out. And you're like, like, you know that they're concerned about it, but they're not really equipped with the knowledge of like how to change right, right, it. Right. Right. But it's just, yeah, like that's why I'm so pro-education. Like you just have to really understand yeah. that if you want to see it. But it's, 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 it's so hard to convince people. And that's why I don't spend time trying to convince people that don't want to be convinced. Because right. I did that on the gym floor when I was trying to like, when I was new to personal training, I was trying to engage with people and say, hey, blah, blah, blah. Like, do you want help with anything? And they'd say like, oh yeah, I'm trying to lose weight, blah, blah. And I'd be like, okay, like it's like, you know, it's like this and this and this. And then yeah. they'll just like not want to hear it. <laughs> they like so they like wanted the result but then they didn't want their to like worry about how to do it they just like want to talk about it but not right. really do it well it's it's, it's a me. whole yeah it's a whole self-discipline it's like you you tell them you know this is what you do and they're like mm, is there another way to do this because i don't like i don't like that one <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't you know, sound that like, good man i don't that doesn't sound like the way that i want to do it i'd rather do like a pill or i'd rather do something that's quick and easy um you know something that's gonna just give me there like that um, like and it's just away. not it's not like that and um and i think that's something that i i mean i think that's a lot of us you know i i did do the keto diet for a, a while like i don't know how long i did it i did it for a minute um and i saw you know great results and stuff and then i think i hit a plateau and i was like okay eating all this fat or all this meat whatever you know it's not really doing as much as it used to. And God, do I miss carbs and whatnot. And, you know, yeah, it's that's like, the thing about the keto diet, like coming out of it is so tricky coming yeah, out yeah. of it. Is oh, like, yeah. like, like when I stopped and I was like, first of all, feeling super deprived of carbohydrates. Like, cause like, cause when there's like a, you cannot eat it. You're like, I must eat it. <laughs> like, <Yes>. like, <laughs> like in the back of your head, it's like, I must. I must. Yes. I will. Yeah. Yes. If it's the last thing I way. do, I will find a way. <laughs> so, so like as soon as you decide, like, yeah. And like I reached the plateau too. Cause like in keto, there's like this thing, this saying where it's like, just like eat fat to burn fat, eat fat to mm -hmm. burn fat. Mm -hmm. So that's all you're doing. You're eating cheese, you're eating nuts. Yep. You're like eating super yeah. fatty cuts of meat, like eggs, put all the yolk in and eat it and stuff. And you're oh, like, yeah. and yeah, I lost weight too. And I felt lean. My training was pretty average, though. I didn't feel super energetic. No, that's so true. You found that as well? Um, well, there was actually this point. So I've told you, you know, I've, I walk on stilts and I did this event that it's, it's just grueling. It's like a very physically demanding job. And there was like a point that, you know, I, and I'm doing this all without carbs. And we have like this, we have actually a, a sports trainer or a physical trainer at work who's telling, she knows that I'm working with her and she's, you know, she's helping me with my fitness goals and whatnot. And she knows I'm on, on keto and she's like, you know, for this, you're going to have to start eating carbs because there's no way that your body's going to last, like your body needs these carbs to 
keep you going. And then one time I was like squatting down or whatever. And I just, colla- I kind of like passed out in a way because <laughs> like I just didn't, I was going at such like a high speed and, and moving and everything. And just all I was working off of was zero, you know, Gatorade zero and, and maybe some peanut butter. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's all yeah. But like training, like just falls through the roof, like in terms yeah. of energy and, and, yeah. and even just like productivity levels throughout the day. Like I, I just felt like a bit of a zombie. Like there was no up. It was just like, I'd no. wake up and there was just like a slow decline until I went to sleep. Like that's all yeah. it was. It, it wasn't like, Oh, I feel good after eating. And now I feel a bit tired. It was just like, yeah, straight down. Like I didn't feel yeah. that great. But then afterwards, like after I hit a plateau, because I wasn't aware of calories, I was just like, eat fat, burn fat, eat right. fat, burn fat. So like, that's all I did. I was just, well, I'll just eat fat. And you have no awareness of like how many calories you're actually consuming. You're probably not even in a deficit. So that's why I wasn't losing body fat. So just eating all this fat, which is actually more calories than protein and carbs. So I'm just like eating it on it. And then I, was just, I just got frustrated. I had no energy. My training was average. I wasn't seeing results. And then I was just like, man, must eat carbs. And then right. that's where, yeah, you just kind of like go off the rails and you gain all the weight that you kind of like lost right. on the keto diet because you right. like, you just like take in all these carbohydrates and then you're like, that's literally what happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's literally what happened to me too. And my friend back in New Zealand told me that too. Like he, yeah. he's like, oh, I did keto. And I was like, how'd you go? He's like, oh, I lost 27 kg. And then I was like, oh, awesome, man. Are you still doing it? He's like, nah, man. Like, I just like one. Like I'm now so, up. Yeah, now I'm up 50 kg. <laughs> well, 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 he kind of like came back up like seven kilos, which sounds yeah. like nothing in the broad scheme of things. But like he did, no. like seven kilos is still quite a lot. But it's just a real unsustainable thing to stick to. Like yeah, I, and 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 even just eating out with people. Like I understand you go out with your friends a lot, eating, and you know you enjoy a drink every now and then. And too, like yeah, you can't really engage in that either. No, when you like when you're no. on a keto diet. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, I would go to, uh, I don't know, what would I do? I forget. Like, I, I would go to like an Italian restaurant instead of getting pasta. I would get, you know, just four meatballs, please. You know, that's like, that's all I would get. And just put a shit ton of mozzarella on it. Yeah. Which sounds pretty good, you know, you know? but like when you have and it over and over and over again. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like only so much. Um, you know, I really missed carbs. And I think that's another thing when I got, when I started eating carbs again i felt guilty because you know i was like oh my god i'm gonna swell up and gonna just i don't know i yeah yeah no i felt that too and i did as well because you just like overcompensate because you've missed it so much you're like i haven't had carbs in so long yeah i just want to eat carbs so you do swell up like it's body fat but it's also water as well you're holding more water like it's like yeah it's a like it's like, and that's where balance is hard after you go through things like that, because you're like, well, I looked good when I was all keto and now I'm like eating carbs. Like, how do I find this balance? Cause you're like swinging. You're like, should I go here or yeah. should I go here? And then you have to find this. Well, I feel guilty when I have rice, which is yeah. crazy or spaghetti yeah. or, you know, something, but like you have to kind of slowly work on this relationship with food. And Absolutely. I, yeah. And I think we're always working on it. Like we're always yeah. trying to improve and be like, okay, well, you know, it's okay to eat carbohydrates. And once you get there, you have this great relationship and you can start to, you know, eat yeah. food groups from everywhere. But it, it definitely doesn't happen overnight. I, I, I struggled with that for a long time. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm still struggling with a relationship with food and, and I, I think a lot of us, you know, we feel like, damn, I had an extra piece of pizza. I, you know, we'll either beat ourselves up about it and, you know, we'll be like, okay, well now I have to go and run 15 miles tomorrow <laughs> to just get that, get that one piece of pizza off my body, you know, but it, it's like, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay that you had that piece of pizza, you know, just get back onto the, onto the horse tomorrow. It's, you know, it's okay. You know, and I think, yeah, I, I, I just think a lot of people either who struggle with weight or diet, you know, uh, can deal with that. I mean, I've, I've been dealing with it since I was a little, little kid, um, you know, but, and I think that's a, I think, I don't think that's something that I've actually ever told you, but um, when I was like seven, I was diagnosed with this brain uh, disease and I was like, a, I was a really, really, really skinny kid. Um, but because of this brain thing that happened, 
um, they had to put me on steroids. Like basically my brain was swelling and they had to like calm down the swelling by putting me on steroids. And so they put me on steroids um, and I like swell, like, sw- like swelled up, swelled up. Like swelled. it looked like kind of abnormal. Um, got picked on a lot. And, you know, it was just like, and it was like upsetting to me because, you know, I was like, you guys don't, I'm not just like this because I ate like a certain way. I'm like this because yeah. of this condition, you know? And then I, I got skinny again. And then when I was nine, it happened again. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. This is already a rare disease and I'm getting it twice. Like, um, so like, you know, it was always like something that I like, I had this like fat that was like a part of me that was like, I had no control over. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I think that's just something that I think I'm maybe ever since I was that young, I've always felt like I was a prisoner of, and I was never able to like, I mean, I, I've, I've, there's, an, I've definitely fluctuated with my weight, but like, I'm now at a good point where, you know, I felt confident in my body and, and, but I think just growing up like that is, it's hard, you know, you, you get like looks, you got, you, you know, I got looks and, and everything from all these kids. And, uh, you know, I try to always remember that, you know, I try not to ever like poke fun at people for the way they look and whatnot, because you don't know their story or whatever. Um, hundred percent, but yeah. You know, but uh, the, yeah, I think I relate. I mean, a lot of us relate so much to people with unhealthy uh, relationships to food because, yeah, we always feel guilty that if we eat this, we're going to bloat up and whatnot. Like, I, I have a friend who's, she's like the skinniest, skinniest person ever. And I, I don't know if she... I, maybe she suffers from body dysmorphia, but you know, I think she she, I think she looks at herself and she thinks she looks like a, a whale. And <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like I think I could see every bone in your body. I'm so sorry, <laughs> but you know, it's like yeah, you can you could definitely have a couple. Yeah, burgers. but that's the thing. Like when you're in that situation, because I know as well. Like I was at a time where. You know, and this is the photo that I always post on Instagram where it's like 2014, I'm like super skinny. My waist was 28 and it's now like 32. Right. So it was like really small. And I was like, at that point where you're like the leanest or skinniest that you've been, you almost feel the fattest. It's like a, it's a yeah. crazy. It's, it's insane. It's a crazy perception. Like you, like from the outside, you're like, what the hell are you talking about? Like <laughs> you are blind. Like, what are you looking yeah. at? And like, all you can see is like the smallest little, like, you know, like little pinch. You're literally like forcing your skin out. You're like, look, (laughs) look, I'm fat. You're like pulling this. It's like, man, like everyone has that. Like, look, look at your cheeks. You know, like you have that, like everyone has that. It's like, yeah, I think that's the trick. And like to jump into the fitness industry, that's one thing that's like, it's almost like glorified with personal training, like competitions and like body comps and stuff, you know, like, have for yeah. the chicks there's like bikini comps and for the guys there's like male physique comps and stuff and the board shorts and they're all lean and like people are like that's what i need to look like right like you know and if you're not that where they like literally starve themselves for 20 weeks and like train their nuts off yeah. like if you're not that you're a failure it's like man that's like that's not success you know like, no, no, no no if no, you know what not. it takes to get that lean which you know i've never stepped on stage but i've been lean and, you know, like you said, like, you know, your friend is like super lean, like you see what they eat and like, you know, it's like, it's, yeah, it, that doesn't feel like success sometimes, you know, like that should yeah. not be the goal to just like starve yourself. Like, cause like, if you want to achieve success, if that's success, it's very easy. You just don't eat and you just train yeah. hard. Like, right. that's it. That's like one, two, bang, done. You know, that's it. But that's not success. Like there's so much yeah. more to that. It's like, how do you feel? How do you feel on a, you know, on a like productivity basis? How strong right. are you? You know, like, how do you feel about yourself? Cause often it's like the, the people that compete have like the worst relationships with themselves because they're always comparing themselves to that person. That's like at peak week and they're lean and you can see all their abs and stuff like that. And like now they, you know, 
Like you, you can't yeah. maintain that for the rest of your life. Like it's literally no. unhealthy to be that lean. Like no one recommends it. Like there's a reason that as soon as they finish their competition, they start eating because it's like, yeah. you are depriving yourself. You're in a state that's like emergency. You shouldn't Absolutely. be there. Like that is not the goal. Yeah. I mean, you may look, you, you may look amazing and whatnot, but I mean, just don't keep it going forever. No, but it's impossible. Man, yeah. um, um, I want to be aware of time because we're going to talk forever. Um, I want to yeah. finish on, um, our, well, first of all, I want to say I, I appreciate you sharing that stuff about when you were younger. I know that that, that stuff's not easy to share. Um, yeah, no problem. But just to wrap up the podcast, um, I'd like to ask a question. This is the Better With Brock podcast about becoming better, you know, in, in, in any way, shape or form, you know, whether that's yeah. with your body, whether that's, you know, the mindset that you carry. But what's one thing that you do every day that makes you better? Um, I wouldn't say it's every day, but I would say it's, it's pretty much kind of similar to what you do. We have kind of a gratitude journal. Um, just try to always be present and be grateful for at least one thing every day. It could be, it could honestly be anything. Um, kiss the knees, you know, whether that, yeah, whether your knees, uh, you know, that your body can move, that you have, you know, a roof over your head, that you have blankets, that you have food, that you have a job, you know, especially, you know, I think that's another thing coming out of quarantine or coming out of this pandemic, you know, we still are in this pandemic, but this pandemic has like thrown our whole world into this crazy whirlwind. And, you know, there, a lot of us were unemployed and some are still unemployed, you know, and, and I can't imagine, you know, how that would be. And it's, and thankfully, you know, I had friends with me that were in this all together. And, you know, I, and uh, so I think just trying to always be grateful for, for at least one thing. Um, and, I'm, and I'm trying to, you know, have more thing, you know, be grateful for more than one thing a day. But, you know, just always that's I would say is the is one of the things to keep myself um same better whatnot yeah but i think that one thing is like where it all starts from you know like yeah it, it, it that does one thing it it also unlocks other things because if you're like yeah. well you know i'm grateful for you know having a roof over my head then you're like right. well I'm, I'm grateful for the clothes on my body too and then oh, i suppose I'm, i suppose i'm grateful i got a job because you know some people don't have a job and it kind of yeah continues to to compound like that yeah and i and i think that's another thing is always keeping myself or try to keep myself in check when i either kind of come from a place of um what's the word not ungratitude something i guess ungratitude where maybe i'll i see myself acting a certain way i'm like no 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 like let's reel it back you're not this person mm. you know maybe you're just hungry or whatnot you know it's <laughs> maybe you haven't had caffeine or you haven't had sleep or <laughs> or whatnot but like you know just making sure that you remember, you know, where you came from, or you remember, you know, yeah. how you were raised and, and, and things like that. You just humble yourself. Do things that humble yourself. Yeah, yeah. And that's what gratitude does. It, it, it just kind of like brings you back to square one where you're like, right. you know, like that's where, like we're saying at the start of the podcast, like that's where I think it can come from like to to start someone's transformational journey like they'll be like oh man like you know like sometimes it gives them a like people always get started in the gym or they start being proactive about their health like when they get a health scare like like i know yeah. that, like i know that when my dad has had a, a sit down with the doctor and he's like look man like you got to start getting your shit sorted then he's like right, right. okay like so so then like whether he admits it or not or whether people that get a health scare admit it or not they have, they have this gratitude like I'm alive. Yeah. And like, I'm healthy. I, I can work out. So I better start doing it. Like that's where it comes right. from. Like that's where action right. comes right. from to like actually make change. And I think identifying yeah. that's important. And yeah. And that's why I do the same thing. I wake up and I'm like, you know, I read this out. I read that out. I'm grateful for this and that. And then like, you know, the rest of the day is like, well, now I have all this. Like, I suppose there's no excuse for me to go and do whatever I want because like, absolutely. I've got everything I need, which a lot of people don't. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's all a choice. I mean, it's you have to you have to choose, you know, choose happiness, you know, you have to choose positivity and it's not always easy. And and mm -hmm. I think about sometimes, you know, what you just brought up. We brought it up 
a couple we had a a live the other day or it was uh you know a zoom meeting just kind of like you know when i wake up this early it's like it's hard sometimes it's hard to not push the snooze button but like you know you get up and then you're just like moving you know and you just keep going in this momentum and i've been practicing that too and that and it's working it's you know it's like once you just get out of bed you're on the go and you know it's that so uh, yeah it's all good it's absolutely true man hey man well i appreciate your time brother and thank you so yeah. much for sharing everything for you know sharing what you're going through the tips the tricks the you know the stories i appreciate it uh, it's yeah. an honor. It's an it's an honor to be your coach, man, and it's it's been exciting to see. Like even knowing more about you now, like from where you've come from to what you've achieved from just us being, you know, in partnership and working together to where you are now. Uh, I'm excited to see where you continue to go as well, like with the growth of your mindset as well. You know, because stuff yeah. doesn't change instantly. It takes work. No, and it's uh it's awesome to see you have that mindset to continue to work on it as well. So. Yeah. It, yeah, man. It's been awesome to have you. And yeah, I'll, I'll thanks for having me. No, nah, man. It's, it's it's awesome to have you on board, man. And I'll see you in the in the next coaching call for sure, or in the Facebook. Call. Oh yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, I'll talk to you All soon, right. man. Awesome chat. Definitely. Have a good day. See you, bro. You too. Bye. Bye.